If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com. We're the, we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. You can connect with us at braveheartsforkids.org and braveheartsradio.org, where you can find all of the past episodes in the show link section. We're on podcast there. You can also donate now if you uh, have a heart for that and like the work we're doing. You'd like to see us continue doing that. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about letting your light out into the world. Um, Why? It just seems like the right thing to talk about today. And uh, what that means for you is... um, is uh, you're going to have a you're going to have a wonderful experience today as as listener. My guest today is Weta Duncan, and uh, we we haven't known each other a long time, but uh, we uh, we met uh, a week or so ago, and we had uh, a couple of breakouts on um, uh, events that we were attending, and made a great connection. I thought so. Uh, we we decided hey, today's a great day to. Um, to uh, invite you to the show. So thanks so much for coming to the show today, Wida. Well, thank you for inviting me, Brian. I appreciate it. Yes, indeed. Uh, and you, uh, you're the founder of DuncanTreeFoundation.org. Uh, to make a donation to DuncanTreeFoundation.org, go to DuncanTreeFoundation.org. You know, we say things three times and people would oh, yeah, I got that now. Yeah. Usually it takes me longer, but um, uh, so when you know when we uh, we were goodness we've got a lot of we've got a lot of things that we can talk about. How did you get started? Uh, what how did you get where you are with uh, uh, with what you do? Okay, that's a very big question, Brian. Very big. <laughs> I was I was well, advised. Yeah, how much time? <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed to. I'm just supposed to ask the questions and then and then listen mostly. Somebody said, "Brian, you talk too much on your own show, right?" <laughs> if I were to summarize my journey, I would say that I'm a person that came into the world almost already knowing her purpose. Very serious child, very focused very creative, very sensitive child and sensitive to the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And during my, my youth, I experienced a lot of um, pain, mm-hmm. physical, emotional, um, spiritual pain, um, traumatized by, you know, family members and friends of the family. And always was curious about what what was happening to me and why. Always asking myself questions. So if I were to summarize my life, I would say that I that I came out of the trauma and pain, taught myself, you know, through self-help books, Dr. Wayne Dyer, I'm sure a lot of people know about Dr. Wayne Dyer, rest his soul, but sought out help beyond my circumstances. I knew that there was something else more than what I was going through. And I knew that I didn't have the answers, but if I saw the answers, that the answers would come. And at the age of 19, I was born in Jamaica. Ah, yeah. And came to the States in the mid-70s. Born an Anglican, which is the Church of England. When I came to the United States, that's the Episcopalian Church, but I didn't understand what worship was because it was very stoic and very, you know, suppressed. Not until I was about 19 years old, I was in near Waterbury, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and I went to a Pentecostal service and I saw people praising and clapping and dancing. I was like, whoa, what is this? And my heart lit up. Mm-hmm. So it's through my relationship with Christ that I was able to come out of the miry clay, that I was able to build muscles that I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. 
emotional muscles, mental muscles, mental toughness was really important. But, you know, still kind of in the dark about what, you know, I kind of knew what I was going to do, but I didn't fully know yet. Mm-hmm. It was through that journey um, that led me to, um, you know, started a career in advertising and through relationships with different people. I was invited to the Landmark Education Forum. And I don't know how many people, if you know about Landmark Education, but... I do not. So Landmark Education is what they call it, a, a transformational experience. And the, the predecessor of it was called EST. And I think Oprah Winfrey went through it when she was mm-hmm. coming up. And what Landmark helped me to do through the, a year's worth of experiences was one, get out of my own way mm-hmm. and conceptualize and contextualize all of the pain, forgive myself and my family members, forgive the other people who I felt did me wrong and to, to focus on what I really wanted to do in my life. So that's what Landmark did. That was the first part. There are three parts. Mm -hmm. The second part was, well, now that I've gotten out of my way and I'm trying to focus on what I really want, how am I going to do it? So really helping me think about the process of how I was going to achieve what it, what it was that I was going to achieve. The last part of it was uh, self-expression and leadership, which was how to create a community project and enroll other people in the possibility of what that meant to create a project together because I knew that I couldn't do it alone. Mm-hmm. And the cherry on top of all of this was being in a Bible, Bible college at the time. And I remember it was Professor Wyatt. He had read out of the book of Luke and, he's, and it was reading the passage where Jesus comes to the man who is laying down for 38 years by, by, the, by the well. And Jesus comes up to him and says, well, do you want to be made whole? And it was that moment, that precise moment, I realized that my life, my thoughts, my actions, everything that I was doing was up to me. Mm-hmm. My, my wellness was up to me. And so it was through that whole period, through Landmark Education, the Forum, Advanced Course, self, Self-Expression and Leadership, and Bible College that I founded Duncan Tree Foundation. Mm-hmm. And it was the voice, you, know, you know, some people might say, oh, she's crazy, but I audibly <laughs> hear the voice of God. The voice of God said, I'm going to use you to help heal my people. And I said, okay, that's me of all people. So it's usually in those darkest moments in your life, when you think that you have no way out, when you think that, you know, your life is going, you know, to hell in a, in a handbasket, mm-hmm. that God steps into the situation and says, okay, I'm ready to use you now. Are you ready? Yeah. And I said, yes. You know, everything reminds me of a story. You remind me of, um, well, first of all, Don, uh, Don Samuels, uh, uh, a guest on the show in September last year. He came from Jamaica in 1970 uh, in Minneapolis now. And Don, hi, if you're listening, I uh, hope you are. Uh, but um, he was uh, he was known as the uh, uh, the godfather. Was it the, uh, the, the godfather of gospel music in, uh, in Jamaica way back then? Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, uh, somehow, somehow I, I lost the connection I was trying to make there. But you know, coming from Jamaica, and, and uh, but that voice that you hear, you know, I think of that as that—that's that authentic. I call it the authentic voice, um, because not everyone that uh, that I cross paths with any, any, anymore is uh, is specifically Christian or um, or has the kind of experience with Christianity that's that allows them to be open minded about that. Uh, but if it's the universe or that authentic voice, it's like, okay, I get that. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's the same voice. Um, just maybe it doesn't have a name like, uh, like, like, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. so if I can add to that, absolutely. It was taking an inventory of my life, taking an inventory of the pain and suffering because as, as you know, everyone has choices. So there are some people who remain in the suffering and there are some people in spite of the suffering, they're able to come to terms with it, um, come to a place of peace mm-hmm. 
and reconciliation, and then they're able to move on. So when people ask me, well, so who are your heroes? My, I would say that my main heroes are Jesus of Nazareth, mm-hmm. <laughs> for the obvious reason. Okay, yeah. Because um, he said, you know, greater things than these will you do. And Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., which is, you know, today's, we're, today we're celebrating his birthday. His birthday was on Friday. Mm-hmm. And Mahatma Gandhi. And what the three, the three men one half God, half man, or the mm-hmm. three had in common, where they all live sacrificial lives. Uh-huh. And they had a purpose that was greater than themselves. And so when I formed Duncan Tree, the, the, the mission was healing, healing on every, the levels of physical healing, emotional, financial, and spiritual healing. In other words, to make the person whole. Something else that uh, comes to mind when you think of uh, Jesus of Nazareth, uh, uh, Mohandas Gandhi, and Martin Luther King Jr. is peace. And uh, I was just looking on my desk here for uh, for a quote that I, I had a, a great quote that I found. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Nonviolence is the answer to the crucial questions of our times. The need to overcome violence and oppression without resorting to violence and oppression. Mankind must evolve for all human conflict, a method which rejects revenge and retaliation. The foundation of such a method is love. And that's a a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. What act is that? Good stuff today, yeah. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. Darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Uh, Let your light out into the world. Um, We're on Brave Hearts Radio on the Voice America Variety Network with Weta Duncan. We will be back on the other side of 60 Seconds. Stick with us. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. Bravehearts, you're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're listening to, uh, you're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio. You know, we're doing our, our, our mission building uh, coaching and retreats on Zoom video now. And if you'd like a free consultation, let me know. Connect with me at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. My guest today is Weta Duncan. That's D U N. C-A-N, 
and uh, she can be reached at uh, wrvrc.com for her coaching work. And uh, she's also the founder of Duncan Tree Foundation, duncantreefoundation.org, doing some terrific work. And, you know, we're leading into the second segment of the show. We talk about what are you doing now? And, uh, you know, there's some some amazing things that uh, that I see that you're, you're doing. I saw the video of the, uh, the, the children in the Philippines, I think, in particular. Particular, that was uh, that was really inspiring. Thank you, thank you. So this month marks the 13th anniversary of Duncan Tree Foundation, and the last nine or so years has been dedicated to spine surgery for poor kids. I call it I call Duncan Tree what we're doing now, like the Doctors Without Borders for spine surgery. So Mm -hmm. if if anyone out there either has scoliosis or knows someone who has scoliosis or any type of spine deformity, um, you'll know that it's a rich man's disease. That's what I call it. Mm. It's a rich man's disease because if if you don't have insurance, um, your out-of-pocket could run you upwards of about a quarter million dollars. Mm. So, um, So in the nine or so years that we've been doing this program, it's, it's really a, a lot of young people call it a blessing, a miracle. Um, Duncan Tree is my only hope. We've been to three countries around the world. We've heard from 14 countries, Jamaica being one of them, because that's where I'm from, and that's where the first um, inquiry came from. We've done about 26 scoliosis missions between two different hospitals, one in Kingston, Kingston Public Hospital, and the other one in Montego Bay, Cornwall Regional Hospital, until they, they shut, they closed down for a while. Mm-hmm. And because of our work in Jamaica, we, we started hearing from people in the Philippines of all places. Wow. You know, and, as I, and I recently did my, my DNA, my ancestry, and it turns out that I have a very small portion of Filipino blood. Because Jamaicans are, hmm. you know, fairly mixed people. So mm-hmm. in addition to all of these things. And we started our mission um, to the Philippines in 2014, which was two years after the Jamaica mission. Mm-hmm. We did five total. Um, and then we, we did two to Trinidad. So altogether... I would say we helped about 179, close to close to 200 people. Wow. Um, you know, so multiply that by a quarter million dollars each, and we did it mm-hmm. for free. Um, in addition to the direct patient care, let me just tell you what happens when someone has a disease like scoliosis. Scoliosis. Mm-hmm. It affects their mindset. They're usually bullied by their peers. They're usually ostracized by society. Their self-esteem plummets because they don't feel a sense of inclusion with their school schoolmates and sometimes even family members. In some countries, they feel like um, these young people are cursed. And so imagine not having the resources to be able to access this surgery. The implants, one, one implant retail can be about $1,200, $1,300 U.S., just one on, on average a child might need about 15 to 20 implants, plus, 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 you know, the cost of the surgeon and so on. Um, so, you know, we have been very blessed to have really talented surgeons, highly trained in their field, nurses and medical te- technologists, anesthesiologists, nurse anesthetists go with us across the globe to help strangers. And what happens after the surgery they're completely transformed. A lot of these kids go from not having any friends at all, mm-hmm. now having friends. And to, hope. And hope. And relationships that, you know, were, no, that were not available to them before. Um, and they, they, wind, they just start flying. They start excelling. So it's been a wonderful blessing. You know, I, I think I, I got more out of it than they did. Just witnessing the miracle, the miracle that God put together was amazing it you know that reminds me i always, I always uh, find it find it remarkable when somebody says you're not really doing this as a charitable thing you get more out of it than you know it's like that's okay that's <laughs> 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 okay and you know for the listeners that are not familiar with uh, scoliosis scoliosis is a is a deformity of the spine right yes um, and it is it is it also um is it also genetic um it's genetic, um, and the, there's a word that they use to describe it. They call it, um, uh, oh my goodness, 
and the word is escaping me, but mm-hmm. basically they, they don't know the origins of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually it's like right at the top of my tongue. So forgive yeah. me for not remember the word, um, but they don't know the origins of it. So they, you know, they're doing a lot of research around what gene is the gene responsible for it. Yeah. Yeah. Idiopathic. That's the word. What, say again. Idiopathic. Idiopathic. Okay. Well, it's, I mean, that uh, that that sounds like it could mean a lot of different things. <laughs> I think I've been called idiopathic, as a matter of fact. But uh, yeah, uh, no, that's uh, that's a, that's a whole different story. But um, yeah, so how did how is it that you that you decided that this was your your calling the the the, the specific uh, um, affliction of scoliosis? What's interesting about that question that we get, I get that question all the time. Yeah. I always say that scoliosis found us uh. because the spines, the spine program is a nine year program. But before that we were focused on prostate cancer awareness and we did mm-hmm. a big conference at Memorial Sloan Kettering and Cancer Center. And the, the purpose of that was really to get information into the community because um, men of color tend to die twice or three times the rate of the average population. So it was because we were involved in that. Um, people that knew the, about the work we were doing reached out to me and said, Vita, there's a young girl in Jamaica who needs uh, implants for surgery. Can you help? Mm-hmm. So that query, it took a year before that query became a program. Mm-hmm. And then we found out there were 300 kids on a waiting list. Wow. And we were like, oh, my goodness, because they were poor. Yeah. And because it's an elective surgery, and if you don't have the money for the implants, oh well, you're out That's of luck. That's a huge event, yeah. So, event. so it, yeah, it's interesting that it found you. It's kind of, I won't go into great detail with it, but the Brave Hearts for Kids uh, pediatric cancer organization. People will ask, "Well, what's your connection with uh, with that?" To say, "Well, I have I have friends that uh, that have a have a child who was cured of cancer, and uh, Adrian, one of my best friends, he." Uh, uh, he would always talk about his son, Jeremy, as my son, the rocket scientist. And I always thought he meant he was a good student, but he's actually one of the people that runs NASA down in Houston. And their daughter was cured of, uh, of uh, brain cancer. And, uh, and they decided to start this out of uh, gratitude for their daughter's life and health. And I just got involved as a, as a friend to, you know, initially to say, hey, if you're going to set up a pancake breakfast, this is what you need to do. <laughs> That's the way it started. So yeah. you never know. You, you raise a very important point, and let me tell you why, and I'll be very brief. Mm-hmm. We had a fundraiser right after the Hurricane Sandy at the, uh, one of the diplomats' homes uh, for Jamaica. Mm-hmm. We invited the former governor of New York State to be our guest speaker, who was legally blind, David Patterson. And I remember his speech just let, left us all very emotional because he was mistreated as a child. He was legally blind and mm-hmm. no one had hope in his future. But he, he said to us, and I'll never forget, he said, Wida, you don't know what these kids are going to turn into. You don't know who they're going to turn into. You don't know if they're going to have the cure for cancer. You don't know who they're going to be. So each and every single one of these children are worth our time and effort. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you know... Um you know, like I said, every every story reminds me of a story. Um, be, being from Jamaica originally, are are you a track and field fan by any chance? You know what? Um, I I'm not an avid watcher, but I but I am a track and field fan, and you know, I think everyone around the world knows about Usain Bolt. Uh huh. <laughs> I've seen. You know, I've been to different airports. I've I've been in Hong Kong, and there's a huge, tr- humongous um, advertisement with him on there. Um, uh-huh. I've been to Thailand. Um, I've seen Bob Marley. You know, he's mm-hmm. on track and field, but Bob Marley posters. <laughs> been to the Hopi Indian mesas. I've seen. You know, so isn't in Jamaica we have a saying: "We're little, but we're Talawa." Yeah, we're little, but we're Talawa. Do you know what that means? No. It means we're small. But we have a global impact. Yeah, well, in, and you, you know, doing some. I'm a, I'm a big track and field fan. I was, uh, you know, that was, um, uh, that was my sport when I was, when I was younger. Uh, and um, 
so you Usain Bolt, uh, Johan Blake, um, Osafa Powell, uh, Merlinati. There's a lot of a lot of names that uh, from uh, uh, track and field in Jamaica. And I, I already forgot why I got off on that uh, tangent. But uh, the uh, the uh, the connection also with Trinidad and Tobago. They they have an amazing uh, track and field pro- program. And we've had uh, we've had guests that uh, have done some terrific work in the Bahamas, and they're they're amazing. And uh, uh, so it's you know a lot of the uh, a lot of the islands they've they've got uh, the opportunity they can they can they can run and they can play soccer they don't have uh, maybe they don't have uh, uh, a lot of the other um, equipment and right. uh, things for other games um, but um, uh, but yeah that's um, and just randomly running off here <laughs> but maybe not because um, I, I don't it, it's not well well known but it's not a secret that Usain Bolt also has scoliosis. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. And yeah. Um, so, is 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 this, is scoliosis something that uh, uh, once it's cured, you're cured? Is that uh, is that right? Or I wouldn't say cured. I would say that you know, surgical intervention makes a difference, uh-huh. or bracing makes a difference, or certain types of exercise make a difference. Yeah. Um, but once once you have the the spine fusion surgery, um, you're pretty much, you know, with physical therapy and follow-up treatments with a doctor, mm-hmm. people have amazing lives. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fun. It's fun to talk with you and, um, you know, just, we can kind of bounce from topic to topic, you know, because it's like, okay, we've got New York city, we've got, uh, we've got Jamaica, we've got, uh, um, uh, you know, the, the islands track and field, um, good work that, that you're doing, the connection that, that we have with, with things that we're doing, letting your light out into the world. Um, Gandhi was uh, one of the, one of the uh, inspirations for you. And um, uh, you mentioned that and uh, preparing for today. I, I remember there was a, a quote that I used to use from, from Gandhi. And he said, in the midst of death, Life persists in the midst of darkness. Light persists, and um, that's kind of uh, along the same lines as as the the theme of the day, I suppose. Um, Weeda Duncan, uh, Duncan Tree Foundation dot org, wrvrc dot com for coaching. Uh, We'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds on Bravehearts Radio. Stick with us. Voice America is available on your Google Connected device. Okay, Google. Play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. 
And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You can connect with us at BraveheartsForKids.org, BraveheartsRadio.org. You know, if you got a, a heart for uh, what we do and, and want to see us uh, continue doing this, you know, consider donating. Good way to start the year, uh, BraveheartsForKids.org. Uh, today, you know, going into the third segment, I always say a little bit about the National Day, one of the great sponsors of the um, Bravehearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity is the National Day Calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com. Uh, today is Michigan Michigan Day. Every state has a day of its own. Uh, Peking Duck Day, um, Thesaurus Day. Well, it reminds me of the question I always hear is, is there another word for thesaurus? Uh, Winnie the Pooh Day, and uh, of course, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, national holiday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I remember in um, second grade when I was uh, a youngster, my dad was a student at Penn State, and we lived uh, near campus. And um, I remember in second grade, that was the year that uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated, and we had... Uh, a, a report to write and uh, we talked about this a little bit last week I think we uh, uh, you remember that uh, that that uh, paper that you had that had the uh, the, the line down the middle uh, so that you could make your you could form your letters properly um, it was still it was still learning to write and we were writing an essay about Dr. Martin Luther King I thought that was pretty cool and I, I I'm sure my mom saved that and uh, it's in uh, it's in a, a box of saved treasure somewhere uh, hopefully someday when I'm going through my archives I'll I'll be able to find that but that was um, that was in uh, 1968. And then the day we moved from Pennsylvania back to North Dakota was the day Bobby Kennedy was killed. Uh, so that was man, what a turbulent time! Um, what a what a what a what a time! And, and you were living in Jamaica at the time, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, we you know we talked a little bit about how you got where you are here and what you're doing now. What's uh, what's ahead for for you? What's mm-hmm. uh, what's on the on the horizon? Well. When people call me nowadays, people say to me, you're harder to get a hold of than the president because the, what I'm working on now, I'm th- more than three quarters of the way through my executive MBA, which I'm doing in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I, when I graduate later this year, I'll have a, a master's in business administration and I'm certified in a whole bunch of different things. I'm a certified coach. I work with people who are at a crossroads who are kind of stuck and not, not quite sure, don't have the confidence to go forward. And, I, and, and I'm an intuitive person. So when people hire me as their coach, they're getting not only my training, mm-hmm. you know, plus my years of, of experience in advertising, 20 plus years in advertising, but also they're getting an intuitive approach to, to how I help people navigate their life in a more powerful way. But, you know, where I'm going with Duncan Tree Foundation, um, COVID, I think, as you know, stopped everyone in their tracks. Mm-hmm. I, my monthly flights to the UK ended. Um, the last mission trip that we did was in March of last year, right before COVID um, mm. hit. And we had a, our annual board meeting um, right right before New Year's. And... In my heart, I knew that I wanted to continue to, to evolve the program. I've always wanted to do something, come back local instead of global. And I said to one of my advisors, she was the chief medical officer of Jamaica, which is like the Surgeon General, mm-hmm. Dr. Forrester. I said to her, you know what, doctor, I call her Miss Sheila. Mm-hmm. You know what, Miss Sheila? In my heart, I really want to do an online TV show. Mm. And it's an idea that I've been sitting with and praying about for over 10 years. And, um, the, you know, to have a greater impact with less effort to, to, to be, you know, more targeted in terms of our, our approach is where I would like to go because I, I can see us affecting many lives. And I, and I, you know, when I look at, look across the landscape, whether it's cable television or commercial television, the messaging, you know, we're, we're all in our various echo chambers, depending on what side of the aisle we support. And 
I would like us to get out of those echo chambers. And you talked about the turbulent times from the 60s, and here we are again mm-hmm. in turbulent times. And coming out of, um, coming out of that meeting and, and watching what happened in the Capitol um, almost two weeks ago, one of my coaching clients called me, you know, to, had me turn on the television. And I, one of the first things I did, I got on my knees and I prayed. Mm-hmm. And I prayed for healing. I prayed that each and every heart that was present in that place, everyone that felt justified in storming the Capitol, everyone who's felt that something's been taken away from them or they're missing out on something or that, you know, America no longer belongs to them. I prayed for them because as, as you quoted earlier, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can. And hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy for, for us to jump on the bandwagon of whatever that thing we believe in. That one thing that we believe in, we hang on to like a dog on a bone. Mm-hmm. And we won't let it go because it's more important for us to be right than to be in right relationship. So my prayer is for the entire globe, but really now focused on the United States and all the turmoil that we're going through. Um, a house divided cannot stand. So if we can get to a place where people can open up their, their hearts, their minds and their ears to, to actually listen to someone that they don't agree with, with mm-hmm. wow what could we not accomplish yeah you know, so the uh, online television show format would be that to, to open up those gates of communication and and introduce the world to, to way different ways of thinking and being wow that's uh i'm in if you're uh, if you're if you're listening live today uh thanks very much for being on brave parts radio i don't know we're not we're not ending the show i usually i usually thank the audience at the end but i would, wanted to just let let people know that uh we are we are uh, uh doing video and uh by march we expect to be doing brave hearts radio as a uh, a live um video webcast in addition to our uh, uh, live radio program. So um, I, I'm still learning the technology, but uh, like when, I, when I say I'm in, that sounds like a great idea. You know, that, uh, you know, if a picture's worth a thousand words, uh, video is uh, worth a million, you know, that's right. It really helps get the, get the, uh, the ideas across. One of the things that, that, you know, we talked about last week when we first had our, our, our conversation, mm-hmm. um, was the idea that I remember uh, a time when, when I, I said I, I felt the knocking at the door of my heart. And uh, I've, I've heard that in, uh, in, the, in, a, in a Christian context before. And, and usually it's, uh, and so I had to let, I had to open the door and let the, the spirit in. And the, the way I, I, I put a little spin on it uh, that, to say it this way is I, I felt a, a knocking at the door of my heart and I had to open the door to let the light out into the world. And, and I, I believe that's, we are meant to be light. We are meant, and with, you know, Gandhi comparing uh, 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 life to light and darkness to death, and uh, Martin Luther King Jr. comparing um, uh, light to love, uh, life, love, and light, uh, that's, we're meant to be that. And uh, we're meant to be that for not just for ourselves, but for for everyone that we come in contact with, and and uh, to to uh, to be the mirror for them too. So yeah, and you know what? It's not impossible. It's nothing is impossible. And you know, I think if we get back to basics, and you know, if they reintroduce civics education in the school system, and you know, South Africa had a, a Truth and Reconciliation Commission because. They, they knew that, you know, racial apartheid was, you know, not working and they made an effort to, to eradicate it or to minimize it. And I think as Americans, um, and I'm an American citizen, you know, because I chose to be one, but we need to get back to a place where we understand what, what does it really mean to be American? And, you know, we're on the voice of America. So everyone who's listening today, ask yourself, 
what does it really mean to be an American? And what does America look like for you? And what do you want it to look like in the future? Mm-hmm. Because we can overcome. And it sounds very cliche, but I believe that with my whole heart. Yeah. You remember, I remember in February of uh, 2008, I heard, uh, heard a, a, a guy speaking at a political event. And um, I went to coffee the next day with my buddies from Bismarck, North Dakota, you know, the pretty conservative business crowd you know, that had coffee as this group. And I said, this guy can win. He can win. He can win big. And, they, and it was Barack Obama. And what he said was, what binds us together is greater than what divides us. And I, I came to realize later that that's not just as Americans. That's as people. Human beings. Yeah, because what what binds us together is the spirit, and there is no greater force than that. No. And I don't know if we have time, but I've been so far to six continents, and everywhere that I go, I feel connected. And when I say everywhere, that's including Australia, India, uh, Northeastern Africa, South America, Everywhere I go, and, and where there are people who are brown skin, everyone thinks I'm from that part of it. <laughs> We're going to take one more quick break, and we'll come back uh, on uh, a Voice America Variety Channel, Bravehearts Radio with Weta Duncan, and we'll we'll talk about uh, we'll, we'll finish up with that some last words and and what we're creating and committing to uh, in the final segment on Bravehearts Radio. Stick with us; we'll be back on the other side of sixty. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. Today, my guest is Weta Duncan. She is the founder of Duncan Tree Foundation. You can find Duncan Tree at duncantreefoundation.org. And um, yeah, welcome back to the show, Weta. Uh, man, time flies when you're having fun, and it's, uh, it's, it's great talking with you, you know? so um, It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. So, um let your light out into the world. We had talked a little bit in the last section about the idea, uh, you know, letting your light out into the world. Uh, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Um, being, um, being, being unafraid, I think, is, is, a, uh, is, is a big part of that. What do you, what do you think? I 1,000% agree with you. Hmm. Because, you know, there's a passage in the Bible that says that he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. And mm-hmm. I, when I, when I, 
approach whatever thing I'm working on, whatever project, whatever thing I'm pursuing, fear cannot enter the equation. Mm-hmm. Fear is the antidote to success. And mm-hmm. it, it doesn't mean that, you know, as human beings that we're not going to be fearful, but to, to, to have the, you know, courageous humility. So move forward with courage, but also in humility so that you don't, you know, you don't get too full of yourself and say, well, you know, you pound your chest and say, well, look at me and look how amazing I am because that's not what it's about. You know, I tell a story and I'll, I'll be very brief. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, people used to reach out to me in the beginning of the foundation and, you know, wanting to give me awards and, and so on. And I would tell them, no, I'm sorry, you know, thank you, but no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a couple of years. And one of my advisors said to me, Rita, you really need to stop doing that. And I said, why is that? Well, because when you're, t- when you're accepting the award, you're accepting it on behalf of the organization and all of the people that have made all of these amazing sacrifices. And you're helping to elevate the platform of the organization. So instead of saying no, you should say yes more often. I said, okay, fine. But then I would take the awards home and I would put them in the closet. <laughs> because the reason I'm doing this work, I'm not doing it because I want praise Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it because I want a star over my head. I'm doing it because there's a need. Yeah. And I have a passion and I have a fire. And the fire for me is lit by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so I go into situations and sometimes, you know, maybe not think every single thing through the way that I should. As a matter of fact, and, and I, I'm sorry, I apologize for the noise just now. I was looking up the song Healing for the Soul. Mm-hmm. As I wanted to recommend that for your audience, healing for your soul. Um, and that's the message I want to leave with your audience today is, you know, if there's someone in your life that you haven't spoken to in, in a long time, and whatever, whatever the reason, reach out to them, give them a call and tell them, you know what, whatever our our differences were, let's see what we can do about putting them aside. That Mm -hmm. takes courage. It literally, it takes courage to put our egos and our feelings aside to reach out to people, to say, you know what? We're on this planet together. We don't have to see each other all the time, but let's, let's, let's figure something out. If there's someone in your family that you're not talking to because of political differences, I encourage you to reach out to that person and say, you know what? I know how I feel, and you probably feel this way, but why don't we talk about it? Why don't we see what the differences are, what the commonalities are, and let's see what we can do about shifting the attitudes within our communities and within our school system. Let's see what we can do to help create legislation that could re-educate us on what it means to be an American. What does it mean to be civic-minded? What, what does it mean you know, to, to, to protect and defend the Constitution mm-hmm. of the United States? So, you know, and, and also to forgive ourselves, because that's sometimes one of the most difficult things to do is to forgive yourself for all of your mistakes, because we're, we're very good about beating up on ourselves day in, day out. Oh my God, I didn't do this. I forgot to do that. And I'm supposed to be doing this. And we're bombarded by social media and, and, and you know, commercial television and, and cable television. So, you know, if I were to leave a message with your audience today, you know, take time out, unplug, do a self-inventory. You know, it's the beginning of the year and ask yourself, who am I? What is, who, what do I want to bring into the world that's going to make a positive impact and what relationships do I need to mend in order to do that? Oh, it sounds like good stuff. Um, one of the big takeaways for me for the whole year last year was the idea that um, it's okay to be wrong. And I think the idea that um, you know, one of the one of the big problems that we have in our in our world is, man, I can't I can't admit that I was wrong. You know, uh, <clears throat> it, you know, it it it's 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 okay, but that's a courage is is overcoming fear, and um, that's a that's a you know that's uh, it, it just it's it's considered quite a virtue for a reason. It's it's tough to do. Absolutely. If you know, and the Wizard of Oz surmised that pretty well, right? <laughs> With the lion, the brave lion, if I only had a heart, you know, and then he was this wimpy lion, 
Yeah. But you know, we all have we exactly <laughs> we all have that line in us. We all have the Tin Man and the Scarecrow and Dorothy and wanting to go back home. One of one of my favorite books that I read many years ago by Paulo Coelho is The Alchemist. And I was actually flying to Egypt, um, landing in Cairo by the pyramids when I finished the book. And the book was basically about how basically your treasure is in your backyard mm-hmm. and your power is within you. And, you know, you and I were talking the other day about the kingdom of heaven is, with, is within us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So if I can leave people with that. Cool you know, story. Yeah. Think, think about that. Think about and Jesus. Yeah. And that's right. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, mm-hmm. the kingdom of heaven is within you. You have a choice. You can, you can live a life of joy and peace or you can live a life of chaos and destruction. So you get to choose what life do you want for yourself. Yes, indeed. So on uh, on this auspicious day, this uh, you know celebrating the life and the the achievements of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., um, I, I remember um, a quote from Howard Thurman. And uh, Howard Thurman, uh, for a little trivia, was a roommate at um, uh, Morehouse College in Atlanta with uh, Martin Luther King Sr. And uh, one of the things he said was, don't ask what the world needs. Instead, ask, what makes me come alive? Then go do that. And uh, I think then you'll find uh, that's what the world wanted from you after all. Uh, Wida, thank you for being with us here today. Bravehearts, thanks for joining us here today on Bravehearts Radio. It's always a pleasure, uh, you know, hosting the show. And uh, it's, it's a terrific experience to, uh, to have you here with us, Wida. Uh, join us every week at um, 3 o'clock Central Time on uh, Voice America Variety Channel. And you can find the uh, podcast of all the past episodes on, uh, on the uh, show link section. Um, remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And uh, we'll see you next week. Until then, be well and stay well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time. 